Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We're coming to you live from the Rocket Mortgage by Quicken Loan Studios in New York. Home is so much more than a house. It's the home of your dreams. Every 30 years, they've been making a better Rocket Mortgage. Push button. Get mortgage. Get your rocket market on, son. CBS Sports Radio's toll-free line, 855-212-4227. It's brought to you by Geico. Great news. You can save a bunch of money. Switch to Geico. Go to geico.com. And in 15 minutes, you can save 15% or more on car insurance. It's funny to me watching the Warriors bench celebrating all their baskets when they've been as bad as they've been this year. Like, when you're as bad as they are, like, really, they've been atrocious. I'm not sure you should be allowed to celebrate ever. I mean, anything. Shots, wins, anything. They're going to have the longest yard season, I mean, to tell you. So, I was just looking at um, the college football from uh, Saturday. And I've already told you that I was on fire! hitting my top five plays and six of my top seven plays. And I was all over. You know, the bottom line is, is that what I was looking at on Saturday was, was that I hit all the big games. It didn't matter what game it was. The Georgia game, I hit. Oregon, I hit. Utah, I hit. I hit the, uh, I mean, literally every game. Memphis. Uh, the only I, I didn't cover Notre Dame. I mean, they're uh, they won twenty one twenty over Virginia Tech. But all the games, Wake Forest over NC State. If it was like Mi- Michigan over Maryland, every game that was a ranked game, I hit, including the Wofford spread. Wasn't I getting like forty seven in that game? They covered too. Yeah. So they covered. They lost 59-14. Wofford covered. I mean, I hit everything. <laughs> it was just unbelievable. So uh, Georgia beat Florida in the cocktail party 24-17. I think that's uh, from beat him for the second straight year, right? He threw for 279 yards, two touchdowns, including a 52-yarder in the fourth quarter as the uh, number eight Bulldogs beat the number six Gators. It was Georgia's third consecutive victory in the rivalry and sixth in nine years. Fromis, five touchdown passes in the two years against Florida, with four of them coming on third down. So there you go. Uh, Huge win. The Bulldogs uh, look like a team that can make the playoff. Do you think they can make it still? I mean, they'd have to win the SEC championship. Yeah, I think that they're definitely still alive. They got tough games left too. They got to play Auburn. They host Missouri this week. Yeah, that's not a, that's not in the tough category for me. No, they've won five in a row in that series. Florida hosts Vanderbilt, which has dropped five straight and twenty-seven of twenty-eight in the series. I don't like uh, Vanderbilt's chances <laughs> against Florida. Michigan rolled again. They beat up on. Uh, remember Notre Dame, and then uh, they turn around and beat up on Maryland, thirty-eight-seven. 
So they're now seven and two, four and two in the Big Ten, and they went up twenty-one nothing at the half. Is Michigan playing any better for you, Carver High? That they could? Uh, do you think they have a shot against Ohio State playing in Ann Arbor the way they're playing now, or is it still Ohio State's world? I think that right now you still have to say Ohio State's going to beat them. I ha- until I see some kind of slippage from Ohio State in the next couple of weeks, which we probably will not see, I'm not going to. You know what? I didn't, I want to see this Ohio State-Penn State game first. And Let when, me see that game. And when is that game? Like next I think week? that's the week before they play uh... – Michigan, right? Or maybe the week. Uh, let me check now. Yeah, I don't think it's that. Uh, I don't think they play them back to back. I really don't. I think they play them like next week. Not this week, but maybe next week. No, they play them back to back. They play November 23rd. They play Penn State. And then November 30th, they play Michigan. And they play Penn State in Columbus. And they play at Ann Arbor. They still have to play, of course, Maryland this Saturday. Then they play Rutgers. And then they play Penn State and then Michigan. Okay, well, those two games prior to that are easy. Right. But I, you know what? That's tricky for them. Back-to-back weeks, Penn State and Michigan. That's brutal, playing those two back-to-back. Are you, gonna, are you leaning on uh, Penn State or Minnesota in that game at, at Minnesota, I think? I'd love to see Minnesota win. I love P.J. Fleck. You know that. But... Um, if they win that game, that'd be the biggest win for him, bar none, right? Oh, without question. I think they got, I mean, a, that's, they got a shot. Minnesota's I mean, problem right now is right now, look, they're undefeated. What are they getting, seven? I think so. I think they're getting a touchdown at but home. But they haven't, you know, they haven't played any of the big teams in the Big Ten. This is their first big game. Right. They've beaten all the after runs of the Big Ten. Did you watch any of the games? Did you watch the Notre Dame game? I did, and and it's kind of played out exactly like we talked about last week when you were here on Monday. I thought that, you know, when Notre Dame gets that second loss and they're, you know, their their season's over uh, pretty much, you know. That they're vulnerable. They're not playing for a conference championship. They're not playing for anything like that. I, I think that you saw some of the things on Saturday against Virginia Tech that would make you worried about, let's say, wagering on Notre Dame over the last month of the season right. just because you don't know what you're going to get. Now, they're still in the mix. If they win out, they're going to get in one of these BC, you know, one of these BCS bowls. They're not going to be in the playoff, but if they still want to play in a big-money bowl game, they got to win out and stay in the top 15. Well, they play at Duke this week, and then Navy at home, BC at home, and Stanford on the road. Listen, they should clean that out, right? If you're Notre Dame, I get it. You've got your two losses. You shouldn't lose any of those games. BC probably give them a game this year. BC, listen. I, did you see what they I, did this year? Yeah, I also saw them lose to Kansas at home. All right, so I'm not. If they cannot lose to BC, I'm sorry. I don't care what they did to Syracuse. They do you lost think? To uh, do you think Virginia Tech's better than uh, Boston College? Didn't BC whack them like the first game of the year? I don't know, but Virginia Tech's awful this year, and Notre Dame struggled with them. I, I thought it would be a letdown week for the Irish, and they ended up pulling it out at the end. Was a pretty no, but they won the game. Yeah, they should beat. They should beat all of them. They should beat all of them. They're but, laying, but they're playing for nothing. They're playing you know, for nothing. That's the thing. Playing for just to get in a, you know, in that big money bowl game. As if that's they need, as if they need it. Right. Uh, you know, it's the difference between playing in one of those big six bowls or playing in you know the Music City Bowl. So do you think that uh, Kelly stays there or goes to the NFL? Uh, is an NFL team actually going to hire Brian? Kelly? I hear. I keep hearing more rumblings about it. It was hotter a couple years ago when he was coming off the the Alabama game when they got whacked, but 
I don't know. They'd love to get Urban Meyer in there. There's no question about that. Tyler Hundley threw for a touchdown and ran for another. Jalen Johnson returned an interception, 39 yards for a score in Utah. They were down 11 in the first half. They beat Washington at Husky Stadium, 33-28 Saturday. That was very impressive. The Utes are 8-1, and 5-1 and one in the Pac-12, kept alive their playoff hopes. Thanks to a defense that forced uh, Eason into three turnovers and got just enough from Huntley to rally uh, from a 14-3 deficit. Uh, that was huge. Huntley finished 19 of 24 for 284. He was sacked four times. Utah had allowed just seven all season, but uh, all came in the first half. The Utes were able to um, protect him uh, better as the game got older uh, in the second half. And um, Washington, I told you, dropped it second straight after losing to Oregon two weeks ago and lost for the third time at home this season. Easton threw for 316 and four TDs. It didn't matter. Utah has an open day before hosting UCLA. And the Huskies have a short week. They travel to Oregon State on Friday night. Be careful there. I'll tell you this much. How about uh, UCLA? Am I crazy? Do you realize that in that conference... They've played well since conference play started. They're 4-2 and two in, yeah. in conference play. And, and they lost that killer game to Arizona that one night on the field goal. Right. <laughs> I mean, they have played well since the Pac-12 conference schedule right, started. Right, so they're they're in second place, tied with USC. So that game will mean a lot. But I don't. Uh, I just don't see them catching. Now they're still what four and five on the year overall because they lost their first three right. games before Pac-12. Right, they're not even bowl eligible. Every game they've won has two been. More, in they need to win play. two more games. But look, they have more wins than. Every team in the North except Oregon, they have more wins than Oregon State, Stanford, Washington, Cal, and Washington State, and they have the same amount as USC, but more than Arizona State, Arizona, Colorado. You cannot deny that he's done a good job turning around this terrible team that they were they were literally on life support, and then they've won four conference games. It's crazy. Yeah, he, he's done a good job here especially later in the year. And uh, I, I always said, you just got to wait. Maybe next year. Maybe next year. And next year he'll have even more of his guys in there implementing into his system. He's going to be fine. You just have to be patient. It's like you mentioned earlier with, with, with Matt when you talk about the Florida State job. Just don't bring a guy in just to whack him a year or a year and a half later. In college especially, you've got to give these guys three, four, five years and let them – Bring their guys in and develop a program. Yeah, no doubt. Auburn uh, had a big day. Uh, they're seven and two now, four and two in the SEC. They dominated on the stat sheet. Um, they couldn't put away the nineteen-point uh, underdog Ole Miss team, though. But they did beat them, twenty to fourteen. And obviously, all eyes are on them uh, as they head toward uh, the Iron Bowl with Alabama, right? So, we'll see. Uh, and then, uh, who you on for uh, Alabama-LSU? Uh, the game's in Tuscaloosa. I'm going to be rooting really hard for LSU. You know that. Right. But I got to see it to believe it. The way they own them. I got to see it to believe it. I'll be rooting for LSU, believe me. But I got to see it. Miami beat Florida State 27-10. to And... uh Manny Diaz says that uh, they were relentless. The fact that we can roll nine different guys in their stay fresh, stay after their quarterback, it was really the first time maybe the entire season 
we had not played a mobile quarterback. So that, uh, to have a stationary target, uh, was fantastic. They held the Seminoles to 203 offensive yards. And uh, Miami led at the half 17-3. Miami plays Louisville on Saturday, and Florida State plays uh, BC. But what a mess they have down in Tallahassee. They fired Willie Taggart, and uh, now they're in complete chaos. Be careful. They might go lose to uh, Louisville. Seriously. Cincinnati, how about them? They had their hands full. Uh, they're 7-1, and one, the Bearcats. 4-0 and oh in the American Athletic Conference. They escaped Greenville, North Carolina with a 46-43 win over East Carolina. And that team uh, has been impressive. They play host to Connecticut on Saturday. They'll beat up on them. And East Carolina faces a second straight top 25 opponent in a visit to SMU on Saturday down in Texas. Have fun there. But I am impressed with the job that Indiana's done, and uh, they beat Northwestern uh, for their fourth straight win. Indiana's 7-2, and 4-2 and two in the Big Ten. They've now won four straight in conference play. It's longest such streak since 1993 when they won four in a row. They're one win away from their first eight-win season in 26 years, despite losing their starting quarterback, Penix Jr., in the first half Saturday with yet another injury. The Hoosiers, the hurrying Hoosiers. They visit Penn State on November 16th following next week's bye. So they'll go to Penn State and get their ass beat. That'll be the end of that four-game winning streak. Virginia gets five touchdowns from Perkins, their quarterback that we've uh, maligned. Bryce Perkins, 490 total yards, five touchdowns to help Virginia beat North Carolina 38-31 on Saturday night. How about the Cavaliers getting it done? And Oklahoma State beat TCU. Hubbard, Chubba Hubbard, the nation's leading rusher. Uh, he went off the sophomore, 223 yards, including two long TDs to help Oklahoma State beat TCU 34-27 on Saturday. He had uh, 192 yards in the second half. How about that? And UCF. Uh, rallied past Houston 44-29. Houston was up 10-0, but UCF was having none of it. And then the Memphis win was very impressive uh, over number 15 SMU, 54-48 in an absolute wild day in Memphis. Maybe the biggest day in uh, Memphis Tiger football history. They're now 8-1, 4-1, and handed SMU their first loss of the season and moved atop Memphis, atop the American Conference's Western Division to improve their case to represent the Group of Five in uh, a New Year's Six game. SMU's 8-1 and 4-1 and overall. That was maybe the game of the day, that wild affair. 855-212-4CBS. Get on the phone, call, get benched. You're listening to Pharrell on the Bench. I'm having all kinds of uh, family drama right now with, uh, people being uh, deathly ill. Apparently, uh, we got a we got a situation mafia developing uh, out at the uh, homestead. We got a little hospice action going on. Not good. Didn't I just go through that with my dad or something this summer? Didn't my dad just die or something? Do I got to go through this again? Seriously, is this going to be the year of death or something surrounding me? I don't even know what to say. Like, can you believe this? 
I can believe it in this case. You know, well, I mean, both cases, you know, guys that have lived long lives and right. you know were in, in great health for a while there, so it's not too surprising. Right. Billy O is in a dramatic state of flux, not doing well. Apparently, uh, conditions are ripe for a takeover. Could be a there's a hospice situation developing. I will say uh, tomorrow's equally uh, not going to be any fun for me, Mafia. As you know, it's my favorite two times of the year. It's time to go to the dentist tomorrow, Carver High. Going to have a tomorrow's the you know you get what do you go twice a year to the dentist or something like that. Yes, usually. I'm going. Tomorrow's the day. I'm very, very much not looking forward to it. I don't like, uh, the, you know, just the sheer audacity of the, you know, the machine that, you know, the one where they use the, it's it's got the, it's like a sander, and it sands down your teeth and gets all the, you know, it cleans your teeth, but it's like a power tool. It's like, <laughs> it hits all your nerve endings. Is there anything more just painful than that on earth? Anything worse than having your nerve endings hit in your mouth by that machine? There is nothing worse than that ever, is there? Or how about when the chick's scraping your teeth with the pick, like a pickaxe, she's working an angle on you. I hate going in there. I Just that feeling makes me cringe. The, just the, the scraping, it's like having nails on a chalkboard. It's the worst. Oh, God. Oh, and tomorrow I got to go vote, too, right? Everybody get out and vote uh, for all the great politicians that screw us over. Can't wait for that. Are you going to go vote tomorrow, Carver High? Do you get involved in that? Yep, always do. All right. Mafia, are you going to vote, or you hate all politicians and religious people? I hate all politicians, not all religious people, but uh, I am going to vote. I just have to go do the research first. You know, I don't want to go in there and just blindly push buttons. When are you going to get in any research? I'll, I'll Google some stuff tomorrow, man. It's it's hard. You know, when you get president and where you get, like, center and stuff, that's, like, easy. But wait a minute. You get, like, these local ones. You can't find anything on these. Wait, wait, wait. So you're going you're gonna, to, like, get up in the morning and, like, do some, <laughs> do some homework on yeah. the, on the uh, I'm not voting blind. I don't know what clowns are going to be in there trying to, you know, run for stuff and ruin our lives. Oh, all right. Yeah, I mean, I hate everybody. You know that. I know. I hate, I hate them all. It's hard when I go in there because I don't like any of them. But what's worse for me is they know who I am. So, like, I see these people around, like these local politicians, right, where I live and everything. That, 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 that's who, like, I'm voting for and stuff, right? So there's nothing worse than them trying to, like, play like they're friends of mine. It's so funny. I get all this mail from them and everything. I want to kill myself. I can't take it. Like, I can't stand them. Is that what you do when you have nothing else in life? You end up a politician? Is that what it is? Is that like how do you become a politician? Seriously. So that's the thing too is my fiance. Like we went through the mail that we've been just piling up on the table for a while, and you had like ten of those things from all the people running, like all their propaganda. It's like you don't look at it before the election. I'm like, no, that's all what they want you to know. Like that's all the BS. Right. Like, you can't believe any of that. I don't believe anyone ever with anything. Mark in Buffalo. Scott, how you doing? Hey man. I'm. Okay, I'm going to be praying for you and your family. God bless you, okay? Oh, thanks. I, I don't even want to. I just I can't even deal with it. I, I Honestly, I, I can't even deal with another one, like another funeral. Jesus Christ. I Honestly, I can't even take it anymore. I, it's just I, it's just so depressing. Oh, my God, the funerals I've been to. Oh, my God. I, I, honestly, I'm going to start drinking again. Honestly, I, I can't even take it. It's just all you get is bad news. 
Nothing but. Nothing. It's just, it never the ends. It, it never ends. All right. Well, when I talked to you a couple of weeks ago, you were right on. And uh, about, uh, I had said, Scotty, the Eagles are coming in here for a big game. And you said they were dangerous and desperate, and they were, and they, they did, you know, they really did a number on us. Now, today I hear that Forbes magazine says the Bills are the most overrated 6-2 and two team in history. And, Scotty, how are they favored over us, Cleveland? They're 2-6, and six, we're 6-2. Six and two. I just wanted your feel for the whole Well, I, I think, um, you know, first of all, uh, you know, uh, so Forbes said that they're overrated. For Forbes should stay out of the fo- uh, football business, okay? They should stay out of, uh, you know, they should stay out of the football uh, prediction business. And they have nothing to do with telling me anything about football. Thanks. Let's. St- why don't you stick to money, okay? And then we'll worry about football over here. You know what they do in sports? They always come out with their list of the team valuations. So whatever. Here's the deal: the the Bills are a better football team, hands down, night and day. Not even close to the Browns. It's not even. You can't even discuss the two of them in the same sentence. They are a playoff team, the Bills, and the Browns' season is over. It's over. Done. Kaput. Finished. Put a fork in them. They are toast. Is anyone in, seriously in Cleveland going to call me and try to sell me that that crappy team is going somewhere? I mean, honestly, you shouldn't even be allowed to call and talk about your crappy team. Once you're 2-6, and six, you shouldn't even have rights. I mean, honestly, to do anything. They are pathetic. That's why they'll probably win, right? They'll probably win on Sunday because when just when you think a team's so awful that you can't, you're just automatic. Like the Jets yesterday against the Dolphins, I thought that was easy money. I thought it was easy money. I didn't rank the bet. Now, that was one of the bets I got wrong both ways. It was a rare day for me to have them uh, both wrong, right, uh, where, where I got the money line and spread wrong because I hit everything. Uh, but that was one of the games I got wrong. I constantly am getting the Jets game wrong. I don't know what it is about them, but I can't win with the Jets, and I can't lose with the Jets. I can't do anything right with the Jets. But I think that the uh, I think the Browns are actually I, I I firmly believe this. They're just as bad as the Jets. The Browns are clearly. Let's just be as clear as possible. They are one of the. They, remember the list I gave you tonight? What was it? The here it is: Bengals, Jets, Dolphins, Redskins, Falcons. Can you even fathom that the people that did this poll didn't put the Browns on the list and the Giants? The Browns and the Giants are two of the worst teams in the the whole Farrellan League. Bar none, there's no questions asked that the Browns are one of the worst teams in football. Their quarterback sucks. Their fat coach sucks. They suck. Odell Beckham, they don't even throw him the ball. They're so bad. Just stop talking to me about the Cleveland Browns ever. I don't want to hear it anymore. They are uh, the laughing stock again. They, uh, do you remember these conversations I had in the preseason when I had all these idiots and morons from there, you know, yelling at me that I'm crazy and trying to sell me all their crap about the 50s when they were playing in NFL championship games? No one alive then. All the people are dead. We're all dead from the 50s. There's no one alive that remembers them ever being good at anything, ever. Okay? They have sucked since I've been alive. I'm 54 years old. They have been atrocious the whole time I've been alive. They've had a couple of good years. They screwed those up, too. Did they not? Do you remember the drive? You remember the fumble? You remember Ernest Biner? What do you you want me to bring up? So here they are again. They were favored to go to the Super Bowl. Were they not? 
How hilarious has that played out? That's my favorite thing of the whole season. It's not Lamar. It's not Deshaun. It's not Russell Wilson. It's not Brady. It's not the anything. There's nothing better to me than watching everyone's genius opinion of the Cleveland Browns talking about how they're going to the Super Bowl. <laughs> the Browns will never go to a Super Bowl. I'll be dead and buried 30 years in a casket before they ever go to a Super Bowl. You can quote me on that, too. Quote me forever on that. Forever. They will never win. Ever. They are doomed for the day. Blame Art Modell. Okay? Blame somebody. Don't blame me. I'm not the reason your team sucks. Blame your neighbor. Blame your dog. Kick your kitten. Do whatever you got to do. Don't blame me. That your team can't do anything right. Ever. I feel so much better now. Oh, God. I feel so much better to the dentist tomorrow. Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. You're listening to Pharrell on the Bench. All right, so it's pretty simple. Um, you got to sign up for PharrellOnTheBench.com. For the fifth week in the NFL, what is there, nine weeks they played? Five weeks in, uh, five weeks out of the nine, I've hit in the 70 percentile of my bets. 79, 77, 71 twice, and now 70% this week. 70% of my bets hit and covered, documented, went 5 0 1 in my top six plays, 9 4 1 in spreads. How's my tuchus? Shake out. Ooh. College football Saturday, 66% winners. Boom. Hit my top five plays, six of my top seven. How do you like me now? How do you like them apples? Pharrellonthebench.com. Sign up today. You won't regret it. Hide the money from your wife because she'll spend it because you're going to make a lot. It's inevitable. It's automatic. It's like the sun coming up, except where we live, where the sun only comes out once a week. That was today, so I'm assuming the next uh, six days will be nothing but hell on earth. Hellfire. Aren't we uh, supposed to get snow Carver High on Friday? Allegedly. Allegedly. I don't I don't believe it yet. Remember last November, didn't we get hit with some gigantic snowstorm? Remember Mafia? We drove in it? Yeah, that was the one where we had like um, half foot to a foot where like three that wasn't that the one that we broke your windshield yeah. wiper on? Yes. Where we didn't clear all the snow off your wife's truck and then it came sliding down when someone cut us off and broke the windshield wiper. Yes. Yeah, it was a long journey out to work that day. That was bad. I hope it doesn't snow, but it's inevitable that it, it'll snow around supposed here. Supposed to get something, they said. We'll see. Is that right? Yeah, Friday. Wow. And then uh, Wednesday night, we have a huge game. I don't know what the deal is yet with who's playing. but is I that anyone want us to play this week, or you no. know, that's always up in the air, it well, seems? I don't, I don't know if they want us to play this week. I have to find out tomorrow if they want us to play because uh, they're not. Uh, they have, no one's told me if they're playing or not yet. I went up there yesterday, and and I just briefly, I just wanted to say that I saw a bunch of fist fights break out. It was awesome. Uh, Reginald in Cleveland on the fan. You're on CBS Sports Radio, and please do not get the wrong impression. Uh, I love the city of Cleveland. I love the fans. Uh, I love being on the radio there. I like the fans. Great station. Great fans. There's no denying it. But your Browns suck, and do not blame me that your football team sucks. Blame Baker Mayfield and Fatso. That's who you blame. Don't blame me that your football team sucks. Do not even try to blame me because I will laugh in your face and I will sleep with your wife. Reginald, go ahead. Go ahead. Hey, 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 for real, how you doing, man? Hey, dude. Hey, man. 
I talked to you about five games ago. Right. And this is what I asked you. I said, man, I said, the Browns suck. I said, the quarterback and the coach. And you said to me, this is what you said. You said, take it easy. You said, give them some games and see how they come out. And you asked my question because the other call I asked you when I was going to ask you. Right. But the other question, the other question I got for you, because I'm with you. Everything you said was right on target. I've been a fan for 51 years, but this is what I want to ask you. Do you think uh, Freddie Kitchens and and uh, Baker Mayfield should be benched? And do you think Freddie Kitchens should be fired? You got the floor. Well, I have a hard time. Uh, I think that he might get fired if this continues. Okay, so they're two and six, and they've got you know eight more games. So if he doesn't win, I would think five of them. He's in big trouble. He he's got to win five of the eight, right? That then they would go what seven and seven and nine. So seven and nine probably get you fired anyway. But the funny thing is, like, I have a hard time, you know, firing some guy, one, you know, one and done. It's hard for me to see that. Like, now, in his case, maybe, in Gase's case, I feel there's a lot more pressure on that guy in New York than there is in Cleveland for, for Kitchens. People are already talking about them firing Freddie Kitchens. So the, the talk has started to get rid of him. So once it starts, it generally doesn't subside, right? It just keeps the, the – it's like a wave. It just keeps coming. Uh, so, I, I don't feel very uh, strongly about his future there, to be honest with you. They have not, you know, actually gotten better at all in any facet. In fact, they've gotten worse in everything they do. And he's allegedly this, this you know, quarterback guy that makes quarterbacks better. That's what they said about him. Now, remember, uh, you have to remember now, Carver High's going to back me up on this, if you remember, Carver High, because in the preseason and in the – Leading up to the season, there was nothing positive that I said about the Cleveland Browns. Like, this talk about them going to the Super Bowl, all I did was make fun of it. I laughed about it. I made fun of them. I said, they've always been losers. They'll always be losers. They've never won anything. And then I got all the abuse on Twitter and everything else, all these idiots telling me how they won NFL championships in the 50s. Listen, no one cares about anything. I I keep telling you. I know you do because that's all you have to hang your hat on. You're so pathetic. But if you want to go back to, like, 1954, you go ahead. Because people here in the real world are, are, you know, merger, right? It's pretty much, you know, post-merger, right? There's no – they're, you know, since the Super Bowl, okay, since they started having a Super Bowl, that's what matters, okay? Now, all you people in Cleveland have to hang your hat on that 50s stuff. Go ahead. But since they've had a Super Bowl, the Browns have never sniffed it. All The the deal is this. uh, I never believed in them ever. So if I said to you one night that let's see how things play out, let's see how they do, fair enough. But I've never had faith in this football team ever. None. Zero. Mafia, er, Carver High, back me up on this. I've never said anything good about the Browns. Never. That sums it up. Boom. I just don't believe in them at all. I never did. I never will. They are lovable losers. Are they not? Have they not been losing since you've been alive? Most people, you'd have to be 75 years old for them to win, right? (laughs) That's the last time they won. Now, I got, fair enough, they've had some good seasons where they've made the playoffs. I'll give you that. But they really have never done anything in them. The best they've ever done is what? The title game, right? The AFC Championship they made it to. So God bless them for that. But uh, that's been a long time ago. And that didn't go too well either, did it? Robert in Maryland, do not, again, your problems are on both sides of the ball. Their defense sucks. Their quarterback sucks. I like their running back. I do not like their coach. I do not like anything about – I like Beckham. Too bad they never throw him the ball. 
I like Landry. Too bad they never throw him the ball. Like, how stupid is this football team? They have two of the biggest superstars in the NFL. They never give him the ball. I mean, how bad of a coach do you have to be to realize that you have to blame him for that? How do you? How are you the head coach of the NFL, Cleveland Browns, and you have two superstar receivers and you never throw him the ball, ever? How is that possible? How much do you suck as a coach to never throw those two guys up? I would throw them the G-damn ball 15 times each every week. 30 passes to both of them. I would do it every week. I would throw them the ball on every pass play. And they never do it. It is inexplicable. You can't even come up with a reason for me. Oh, they don't have enough time to throw the ball. I don't want to hear it. You either give that guy the ball or get rid of him. Both of them, Landry and Beckham, they might as well trade them because they have misused those two like nothing I've ever seen in the history of pro football. Robert in Maryland. Welcome back, Scotty. You're in fine form tonight. You. Uh, wish you the best with the family situation there. Thank Can you. Can I get a tall yingling for uh, for my Ravens? I feel I feel really bad for the guy. I love him. He's a great man. But I got to tell you, he's really old and really sick, and I feel horrible for him. Uh, I felt really bad for him for a long time. He's been suffering. He's got Alzheimer's and, and dementia and everything. And uh, I think he'd be in a better place, just like my dad, if if it would end. Uh, the suffering has to stop at some point or another. I'm just sick and tired of going to funerals. I hate it. I'm sick and I'm sick and tired of death and funerals. But it's part of life. It sucks. It, it comes with the terrain, right? Scotty. Anyhow, right. Uh, very. Uh, it was a, quite a party up there at m and It's like PNC. Those night games against your Steelers and the and the Patriots. It's always a show up there. It's, it, it, it makes me think back when Tagliabue in the mid mid '90s gave Jacksonville the right. uh, expansion, told Baltimore to build a museum. He he didn't have any idea. Uh, Listen, I think the Steelers. I think the Steelers actually gave the. Uh, tell me if I'm wrong, Carver. I, the Steelers gave the Ravens a better game than the Patriots did. No, they always do. Those two always play good games. It was Anyhow, a three-point game. Right, we're in a good place right now. They got to take care of business against the Bengals, and then they got the Texans. That should be a good game. What say you on that? Listen, there's nothing to say. The Ravens are the best team. They're going to win the North. That's a done deal. They're going to the playoffs. They're going to be the number two seed unless they screw that up. Now look. There is potential for anything to happen in the AFC because there's other teams with records just like theirs. Things change fast. I mean, let's remember. I mean, a couple weeks ago, a month ago, whatever it was. They're playing the Texans, Rams, Niners, and Bills in a row. (laughs) They could lose all four. Right, but just remember earlier this year, I mean, the Ravens got smoked at home by the Browns, right? I mean, there's things happen week to week. You You can't explain it. You can't explain it. Ever since that game, the Browns haven't won since. They haven't won since. They whacked uh, Baltimore that day down there. Everybody thought the Browns are back. There we go. And they haven't (laughs) won since. So things happen really quickly. And last night was a great win for the Ravens. Huge win. Huge. But. You can't rest on it. You can't rest on it because here's what the Ravens need to do now. Keep winning because you don't know if the Patriots are going to lose any more games. And now if they do, you have a chance to do something. Get them to come to your building in January because you have a tiebreaker over them now. Right so now, you have to keep winning. Right now, they have because, the two. Because I don't know if they could do what they did last night, late January in Foxborough. How how is it that you how is it that you have the same record as them and you're the five and well, they're the two? Because we're the wild card. We're we're not we're the, oh, the because five of the seed division. is the wild card. All right, fair enough. I forgot about that. Uh, well, like you said, we play them in a couple uh, early December in Baltimore. All right, so tell this. Uh, if, I want these people. Don't give up on uh, Kyrie. I want to talk to the guy in New York. 
uh, Birmingham, San Diego, everybody on hold. Don't give up, et cetera, because I'm going to come back and take your calls nonstop the last hour. I'm going to talk Kyrie. I'm going to talk Cowboys. I'm going to talk Ohio State, uh, all of that. So don't give up. Don't hang up. Don't be soft. Chill out. If I'm the Blazers tonight, I would, uh, Bob Knight style, I would make them walk home to Portland for losing to the high school Warriors. The, The Warriors are a high school team. And they beat the Blazers tonight, beat their ass. They're up 121-113 with 32 seconds left. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.